Yes, 
Keep the applause going for one of my faves, Jackson Brown, Road in the Sky, here on the Andy and Amanda Show, Coast to Coast Live. This is your co-host, Andy Kimball, speaking from Los Angeles, California. Amanda Love is in the UK. However, she called me today. She sounded like, uh, to put a bluntly, she sounded like shit, really bad. She's got some kind of flu, cold kind of thing happening for the last few days, and I told her, take it easy, no rush to get on the show today, you feel better, rest up, and even Friday, if you don't feel up to it, in our next live show, uh, just, just don't worry about this week, you you get better, and wish her all the very best, and a speedy recovery from some kind of lousy flu she has, and, um, you know, the show's not the same without her, but you, uh, you have me, Andy Kimball here, and um, this is Coast to Coast on the Andy and Amanda Show. Listeners around the world, over 23 countries, we're in just under 200,000 so far. That's unbelievable. What a number. We want to thank everybody from wherever you are, whatever corner of the world you are in. Thank you very much for following us and joining us. Two and a half years into this thing, oh, just under 500 and some episodes. Amanda and I have never met. We were put together by our show coordinator, Cornell Butler. He's on the East Coast. I'm in L.A. Amanda's in the U.K. None of us have ever met. Don't know how we've been able to put the show together, how we do it, but for those of you who have heard the Andy Demander Show in previous episodes, we think we're married. Well, that's because we, we kind of are. She's our internet wife. But no, we've, we've actually never met, but it's, it's really cool when you have a, a co-host and a partner in, uh, in, in, in a project that you're working on where you just have an amazing chemistry blend while the rest, you know, you know how it is, folks, and uh, it's a great thing. And Amanda's wonderfully talented. We're going to be hearing some of her music a little bit later, and... Um, since she can't join us here live on the show. I figured that's the least we can do, right? Anyway, so what should we talk about today? Our number is 515-605-9888. Since this show was put together kind of last moment with not really any publicity or, or branding, awareness, advertising, whatever you want to call it behind it, I don't expect to get any calls uh, today. You never know. We might. We might. Maybe Cornell Butler will join us. We'll see. The... Um, what I did want to mention is that to, uh, to get into the show, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you dial 515-605-9888. You can also email the show at andyandamandashow at gmail.com. Let us know you want to join in, you want to join the fun, join the party, talk to two countries at the same time. We're the only show in the world that allows you to do that live. And uh, you uh, you can send us an internet link or send us an internet, send us a Send us an email. We send you a link. <laughs> we send you an internet link. You email us at andyandamandashow at gmail.com. Make sure you have a headset, microphone, that kind of deal, because you will need to uh, to be able to, to communicate with us, and that's how you do it. That's how Amanda joins the show from the UK, for those of you who are wondering. That's how we make it happen. So, and you too. You can be a guest or, you know, caller on the show, whatever you want to call it, I guess, an internet guest. Show at gmail.com. Let us know. You want to come on. We'll send you a link. Bam. Done. Just like that, abracadabra, 515-605-9888. Also, we want to know what you're thinking of the show. Where are you? What corner of the world are you in? We're in over 23 countries. We want to learn more about you. Where are you? What are you up to? What are your uh, political ideologies? Your, your, what are your, how's your life going? What's bothering you? What's great in your life? What's not so great in your life? And uh, let us know. Share it with us. And, uh, and we love to uh, have you be part of our program every Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays. Again, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So I'm sure we've um, been tuning into the news. Uh, we don't go into the news that deeply, but when we do, we don't just kind of look at a news source and the headline and regurgitate either left or right wing, um, you know, news media and just you know 
uh, we, we like to go in behind the scenes a little bit and do, do a little bit of, you know, just enough research to make sure that what we're talking about here is indeed valid and there's some truth behind it. Um, and uh, we'll, I'll talk more about that and address that uh, just a little bit later in the show. Um, but anyway, um, I oh, for those of you who don't know, I'm sure everybody knows by now, the Georgia runoff election was held yesterday. And of course, we predicted this quite a while back on the show, even before the, the general election, um, that uh, uh, Raphael Warnock was going to be reelected again uh, and will serve as senator representing the state of Georgia and being a senator for the United States of America uh, for the next six years. And uh, his, uh, his opponent, Herschel Walker, former football great, Heisman Trophy winner, and uh, I don't know what else he's been up to, George... In Georgia is, um, you know, born in Georgia, raised in Georgia, lives in Texas. He pays houses, uh, taxes on a house that's located in Texas. I can't f- quite figure that out. But anyway, um, he ran for senator in Georgia. Uh, the coaxing of uh, Donald Trump enticed him to do that. Uh, he had no business doing that, no experience. He sounded like an absolute moron. You know, there's all sorts of news that came out about him um, during the campaign uh, for everything from uh, having getting two different women pregnant, paying for their abortions, to being a, a, an absent dad, having a son and disappeared, you know, all, all these things that the uh, that seems like the GOP platform is dead set against. Looks like Herschel Walker has done the opposite of that. Uh, and when you hear him speak, he sounds like a, a total moron, no experience whatsoever, has no idea, no depth, no anything, no capability whatsoever in politics that he's demonstrated. Um, but I will say this, his concession speech... Uh, last night uh, could have been from a a Democrat or Republican candidate. I thought it was the best speech he's ever given, uh, talking about togetherness, uh, conceding election, as opposed to the person who enticed him to run for Senator Donald Trump, who to this day believes that the election was stolen. It's just unbelievable to me. Unbelievable. Really, it really, really is. You know, and, and for those of you who may have not seen this, but for the very first time, Donald Trump actually called for the Constitution to be subverted so that he could pursue his uh, ridiculous election conspiracy theories. He still, to this day, pontificates, gets out there and, and, and says the election was stolen, that he won it. He was told. He knows that he didn't. He knows very well he did not win the 2020 election. But maybe somewhere in his warped mind, he actually believes that he did. I don't really know. He must... And, and I, what I want to know is this, how anybody with everything that's coming out about Trump while he was president and post-presidency, how anybody can't see through this guy by now? I had the experience in a former career way back when of my company doing business with the Trump a casino hotel in Atlantic City when it was being built. We had an advertising public relations business, marketing business, and we did uh, some graphic design work and so forth, and that's a whole other story, but getting paid and shorting invoices, and just it was, it was a mess. He's a mess, and we've heard that from time and time, time again from so many different contractors in various industries about this guy. Just a scam artist, a liar. Uh, he, he, his, his reputation preceded his presidential campaign, and uh, a lot of people came out and talked about it, even family members, but nobody believed him. Well, not enough people, well, I won't say nobody believed him. Not enough people believed him that he would have... Uh, lost the electoral vote. He lost the popular vote. He, he's lost every single election he's ever been in regarding popular vote. Uh, of course, he lost the 2016 uh, presidency popular vote by a lot. And of course, the, uh, he even lost the 2020 by even more. And, and of course, the, 
electoral vote. He, uh, by, in his own, uh, by his numbers, he lost by landslide, even though he says he won it by a lot. <laughs> God. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, uh, Trump on his, um, his uh, what do you want to call it, truth social net web, network or web, whatever you want to call it. That's what he calls it as opposed to, to, to Twitter, 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 Twitter. Um, truth, he named a social media platform Truth. Out of all people, Trump calls his social media platform Truth. Can we talk? Um, he, uh, he called for the suspension of the Constitution to overturn the 2020 election. He cited false conspiracy theories about the election fraud. I mean, yes, he actually did that. And he tried to backpedal, but he actually did that. This guy wanted to suspend the Constitution, toss it away, rewrite it so that he can remain in power, so that he can become president now, so they can walk Biden out of the White House and he should go into the White House because he thinks that he actually won the election. Hmm. I want to know, and you can let me know, let Amanda know, let Cornell know, Andy and Amanda show at gmail.com. I want to know who is still at this time supporting the candidacy of Donald Trump for president and why. And, and we all know at this point, at least breaking now if you, if you don't know, but I'm sure you do know that his, uh, the jury's out on the uh, tax evasion claims, the, the lawsuit that was brought against uh, the Trump organization by the federal government, by the IRS, um, tax evasion. That's a number, one of several things that he was found guilty on all counts. His company is now a felony. He, I don't know if he's a felon personally. I don't know how that works. But the question, this is interesting, would have to come down to interpretation, I guess. But you can't run for president if you are a convicted felon. His company that he was president of is a convicted felon. And I wonder what, you know, I wonder how that's going to pan out in terms of his ability to even really legitimately run for president. Regardless of that, Alan Weisenberg, who was the chief financial officer of the Trump organization is being pointed to as the guy who committed all these crimes, according to Trump and his family. They knew nothing about it. This guy was writing checks, giving gifts, paying uh, associates' uh, uh, children's tuition with Trump money to the tune of hundreds of thousands of dollars, 100000 for his own kids to go to the uh, Columbia Grammar School in New York, $100,000 for two kids. Uh, and they wrote that check. And that check wasn't declared as income, amongst a bunch of other things as well, not just that check, but many, many, many checks in the millions. And, uh, you know, just say, you know, here, here's a little perk. Well, financial perks are considered income by the IRS. They've got to be reported. And this happens all the time, probably in smaller doses from small mom and pop shops and companies here, you know, even here, lunch is on us today, you know, here, go buy, you know, you need a new uh, whatever, you know, something small here, nickels and dimes, a few dollars, a couple hundred bucks here, you know, whatever. But when you're talking about, and not that it's, you know, well, actually, you know, when you're talking about, when you're talking about thousands and hundreds of thousands and millions of dollars of perks going out to chief executive officers in a corporation and not being reported, that's, that's, against the law. That's, that's a felony if you're convicted. Anyway, he's convicted. He's done. And that's, that's one down. There'll be more to come shortly. We're going to start a, um, a indictment countdown here on the show. We're going to do that. And uh, I, I have a feeling when the indictment's going to happen to him personally, a criminal indictment and a civil indictment as well. Criminal indictment will happen uh, election um, uh Fraud, you know, election tampering with election. I forget what the actual name of it is. When he called the uh, the Secretary of State for the state of Georgia, speaking of Georgia, said we need eleven thousand seven hundred and eighty votes. Go find it. 
Go find that. That's what I need to, to show that I won the election in Georgia. Go go make this happen, dude. Mr. Secretary of State of Georgia on a recorded call. And uh, so that'll happen. Stealing, stealing top secret classified documents. Stealing top secret classified documents. Yes, that's a felony. That's a felony. Unbelievable, isn't it? Did you know that the Trump team themselves found two more documents with classified markings in a Florida storage unit during a search by a, uh, a company hired by the former President Donald Trump's lawyers? Mm-hmm. Yep, happened. And those documents were handed over to the FBI, and no other documents with classified markings were found during that search of four uh, of Trump's properties recently. And uh, if you recall, um, when Trump was asked to send these stolen documents to the National Archives, he did send some things back and said, that's all. You got them all. That's all I, I did take. Hey, if it's over oversight, mishap, whatever, I did take these things. Maybe things like that can happen. All right, hey, here you go. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to take them. I thought I could. I, all right, I can't hear them. I'm giving them back to you. But And then he told his lawyers because his, his, his lawyers were – uh, we're told that they must uh, hand everything over to them, back to the National Archives. And he told his lawyers that he, in fact, did, and he knew that he didn't, and his lawyers went ahead and lied on his behalf, which is a whole other bucket of worms. And uh, now his lawyers were actually responsible for hiring the team that found additional documents, classified, top secret, in a storage locker. Mm-mm-mm. The team, uh, these guys uh, uh, searched Trump Tower in New York, the Bedminster Golf Club, an office location in Florida, and this particular storage unit where the two documents were found and where the uh, General Services Administration had shipped Trump's belongings after he left the White House and has somehow slipped uh, top-secret classified documents in within those belongings. Isn't that great? Oh, and, and again, this is illegal. That's a crime. That's a felony. His company, it, uh, and how about his... Oh, my God. How about the tax records that were just handed over to the con Congress? Supreme, I mean, he was, Trump was knocked down at every turn. He tried to, get that, uh, tried to get that blocked for obvious reasons. Remember when he was running for president? Every president except Gerald Ford. He wasn't elected. Um, and I think one of the president back in the 30s. I forget who that was. But anyway, um, every president, for the most part ever in history, has, has provided uh, uh, tax documentation. Um, since tax documentation was, since tax returns were filed, every president has done that. Do you remember how Trump said, I'm under audit when I'm finished audit, I have no problem turning over my, my, my tax returns? And, and we all know well and good that audit has nothing to do with one being able to turn over the returns that you filed with the IRS. Turn them over. I will, I will. I'm, being, I'm under audit, I'm under audit. And it was all bullshit. Many Americans, many voters knew that it was bullshit. And some actually believe this lying scam artist. And again, I want to know if you support Trump now, to any extent, email. I want to know why. And, and also give us permission if we can read your emails um, on our show. We won't if you tell us not to. But I'd love to, to get some, some firsthand information from folks who support Donald Trump. I guess if you support Donald Trump, you're probably not listening to the show. But anyway, to so support Donald Trump and why. At the same time, here's additional homework. I'd like you to look up. Google, whatever, Yahoo, accomplishments made during the Biden presidency thus far. 
Just look it up. And then if you like to compare, if you want to look into those accomplishments, which you'll read, then you can look, go to the various government red uh, websites where you'll see figures for unemployment, you'll see figures for the uh, economy, you'll see figures for, uh, I mean, I mean, onward and so forth. In other words, you, you, anything that's published regarding the accomplishments that Biden has made is verifiable. You can, you can, you can verify those accomplishments. And uh, the economy, the state of the economy, um, you know, everything, good and bad, good and bad, you know. And uh, let me know what you found. If you don't agree with some of them or you think some of them are lies, verify those lies. Tell me why, you know, okay, I looked at the uh, the unemployment index is not what, you know, we're, and where you, it's not what it's published. And you, you, you tell us where you're getting your correct information from. And, and you know, what, give me five or six things that were accomplished so far during the Biden presidency. Infrastructure, healthcare, education, economy. You know, let me know. Let me know. Put it, put it in writing. Let us know if, if we can read your emails on the show. Anyway, what else can we talk about here? I want to play some music. I definitely want to get around to doing some music here. But maybe a little plug for our program. We talk about everything. Work, uh, politics, uh, spirituality, you know, religion, atheism, uh, Judaism, Christianity. Uh, you, uh, where do you live in, in that world? And, and um, how's it going for you? Let us know. You can also call the show. Again, 515-605-9888. We do want to hear from you during our, our shows. Um, you obviously can't hear... Um, the uh, live show if you're listening to a podcast at this time and most most every one of our shows actually it might be some exceptions inherently gets turned into a podcast when the live show is over you obviously can't call into the podcast but this is a live radio show we have 10 call in lines uh, audio clips music uh, you know all, all the things that uh, you would have in a switchboard at a at a broadcast station we have here on internet talk radio um and uh, our, ne- our number again, how many times have I said this? 515-605-9888, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I feel like, at this point, hearing some music. And I can't think of, uh, of a better artist at a better time than our own show co-host, Amanda Love, who is an incredibly talented composer, writer, uh, singer, uh, songwriter. Uh, she composes all this music and, and uses uh, synthesis and, and midis and keyboards and, and writes all this amazing music and words and sings. So since Amanda can't be with us on the show right now, let's have Amanda join the show anyway via her music. How's that sound? All right, let's do it. Here's a song called With You by my talented co-host Amanda Love here on Coast to Coast, the Andy and Amanda Show. Open roads, free skies. Like still wings, I learned to fly Into your arms, yeah, into your smile Get a steep climb till I'm by your side Ooh, I gotta do this now Yeah Ooh, cause that's what love's about I wanna do it all Feel our love 
Amanda Love, co-host of the Andy and Amanda Show. And we've played her music on the show previously, and I, she's just so talented. Beautiful voice. I can just listen to her sing, like the voice of an angel, just absolutely beautiful. Sounds great. Amanda Love, under the weather, not being able to join us this show, or maybe this week, maybe she might be absent from Friday's show too. I told her to rest up. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, aren't I the good internet husband, good co-host? Um, you know, feel better. You know, let's knock this thing out of your system, get back on your feet and, uh, and join the show uh, as soon as you're feeling better to do so, hopefully next week. And anyway, um, so here I am, speaking uh, of solo, music, once, it seems like I've been, gosh, doing some solo shows more frequently than not over the last few weeks. We've had some technical issues on the, on the show with a platform that uh, 
that provides us the ability to do this, internet issues. This is an internet show. For now, for now, that might change in the, in the fairly near future. We'll talk about that in time. Mm -hmm. But anyway, uh, uh, being an internet show, we are subject to all the glitches and hiccups and various uh, inconsistencies that the internet uh, offers. Yeah. So this is not a podcast, although you're probably listening to it. It is a live radio show, as I said previously. This is a live produced radio show with call and phone numbers and so forth that becomes a podcast after we are done. So if you're hearing the podcast, and we know there's almost 200,000 downloads of the podcast of various episodes, um, we know you're out there around the world. We are, do broadcast live into, we have listeners now in over 23 countries, and uh, I don't know how many countries our podcast goes to. I think as many, I'm sure. Welcome aboard uh, podcast listeners on Spotify, on iHeartRadio, Alexa, Chrome, Google, iTunes, Pandora, FM News. I go on and I'm sure I missed some. Uh, I said iTunes. Google, Chrome. I don't know. There's many. All, whatever podcast uh, system, excuse me if I missed yours, you're listening on. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for listening to our show. We do appreciate it. I don't know if, how many of you have heard that uh, Peru's former president, tell me if this doesn't ring a bell. Peru's former president was arrested after actions that caused international outcry. Why? What's the outcry? You want to know? Okay. Again, tell me if this sounds familiar. Um, he, wanted to, um, he wanted to dissolve the um, Congress and stall an emergency government ahead of a looming impeachment uh, vote by lawmakers. Or he's being impeached, so he just wanted to dissolve Congress so he couldn't be impeached. Does that sound, sound like something that uh, somebody that was in a leadership position in our country may have wanted to do? Hmm? Hmm. Rings a bell to me. I'm trying to figure out why does that ring a bell. Um, Dina Blarte became Peru's first female president. I may have mispronounced her name. I'm sorry if I did. But she became the first female president on Wednesday. Today, actually. Today is Wednesday. Uh, um, Peru, which um, today, actually, they were doing the show in uh, Peru. Um, she was the former vice president, and uh, she was sworn into the job and by Congress that the former president wanted to dissolve <laughs> to become Peru's sixth president in under uh, five years. Whoa, whoa. Well, but the tumultuous day began when the uh, then-president Castillo announced plans to dissolve the Congress and install an emergency government because he's being impeached. He was hauled off to jail. He was arrested. Mm -hmm. And he's going to serve six years in prison. Yeah. See, they did it right over there. When Trump should have been let out of the White House in handcuffs, wouldn't that have been made amazing? That will never happen in this country, but it should have been this particular instance, I think. Let out of Mar-a-Lago in handcuffs. Let out of somewhere in handcuffs. You know, uh, and new, any number of times. Anyway. Anyway, oh, and also, um, the um, Biden administration uh, pulled a, a Trump maneuver uh, in deciding to appeal, you know, every time Trump uh, lost a case, which is all of them, he appealed everyone, um, the Biden administration decided to appeal uh, a federal court decision that actually blocked the use of a controversial Trump-era policy that allowed the uh, removal of migrants from the U.S.-Mexico border. Um, 
it was uh, just a month ago that U.S. District Judge Emmett Sullivan blocked the authority known as Title 42, but agreed to a Biden administration request that he pause his ruling for five weeks so that the government can prepare uh, to comply with that ruling. And today, the Justice Department told the court it planned to appeal that decision. And just because of that, I think we need to hear some music. I'm going to play... Yeah, here's what I'm going to do. I want to do a, a tune. I, I have a, a partnership uh, with Taylor Guitars. Those of you who play guitar or know about guitars, I've, of course, heard of this esteemed company, uh, incredibly, uh, you know, incredibly reputable guitar builder located in El Cajun, California, right outside of San Diego, and they also have a, a manufacturing facility in Mexico. Um, most of the guitars are made uh, in El Cajun, California. They're fine, fine guitars, and they have uh, something for everybody, all sorts of different woods, all sorts of guitars for various playing styles, and uh, they're just they're very reputable, and they, they know what they're doing, and uh, uh, I, I'm proud to have a partnership type of artist arrangement with them, and uh, I do have 18 guitars and a couple of tailors, but, and uh, and really enjoy those tailors a lot. I enjoy all my guitars. They all do different things, but but I'm really very pleased and honored that they've uh, come to me with a... Uh, they, they, originally, I thought when they were going to help me out with the record I was doing with the 12-string guitar, I thought maybe it would be an endorsement deal, but they emailed me and said, no, no, it's a partnership deal. I'm like, thank you. Really, it means a lot. It really does. It's great to, as a professional musician, to get support from from the industry which you, um, which you serve, which you live in. And... Um, when, I, when that uh, support comes from a, a company with the magnitude of Taylor Guitars, well, it's like, whoa, you know, pretty, you know, I'm, I'm pleased, to say the least. So uh, I'm, not, I'm not doing a commercial for Taylor. I don't work for Taylor, but, uh, but check out Taylor Guitars. Okay, anyway, I want to play a tune which features me <laughs> just goofing around, really, on a Taylor 12-string guitar um, with a little blues uh, tune. Um, the tune is called... Uh, Actually, I didn't have a name. I decided just to throw in the lyrics from another tune that I recorded in the Live in Hawaii album in front of a live audience and got the audience doing percussion and all sorts of hand clapping. It's called Going Down New Orleans. I wrote the tune in Texas. Go figure. But anyway, um, I played that with my band. I played it at various concerts. It's great to get the audience involved. And uh, I laid down this 12-string blues thing on a Taylor guitar and, and uh, put in some lyrics. And uh, it's, it's a version of, of Going Down New Orleans. And if you want to hear, as a matter of fact, it would be great if you would go to Spotify, check out the Live in Hawaii album, and check out the song Going Down New Orleans, I think it's called. Um, and that would help me out a lot, too. Uh, Spotify, you can buy the tune on, um, on iTunes or Amazon, whatever. But uh, check it out. Spotify, Andy Kimball. Uh, and here's the tune. This is just me goofing around. This will never be released anywhere except on the Andy Demander Show. Here we go. Jackson, Bill Florida, Jim 
Yeah, a little going down to New Orleans. You're truly Andy Kimball, Coast to Coast, Andy and Emmanuel Show. On the Taylor 12-string guitar. That was live with the bass and guitar and just making it up, kind of just, you know, hanging in here and um, making it up as we go along. You'll never hear that performed that way anywhere, except here on the show, as I said earlier. But please do check out the live uh, album uh, in recording Hawaii by Hawaii Public Radio in 2018. Uh, studio audience at their Atherton Studios. It seats about, uh, I think, 100 people. I think we had 86 people in there, somewhere around there. Um, it was a great, great show. A lot of fun. Great audience. Man, Hawaii is such a great place to, to tour and play. Just really uh, fab- fabulous audience, real appreciation of music, and, and they uh, really support music that come over from the, from the mainland, you know, musicians. It's a w- wonderful place to, to play. And for those touring musicians or musicians who want out there and play and try different places, try to hook something up in Hawaii because it's a, it's a great experience and... Uh, you know what can I say? All right. Anyway, um, I want to. I figured I might even do another tune. Uh, something maybe you all know. Uh, there's a song that was recorded uh, by a guy named Jerry Jeff Walker. That's not his real name. I'm not going to tell you his real name. I'm going to make you go look it up. Jerry Jeff Walker uh, wrote a song called "Mr. Bojangles" that was covered by everybody, <laughs> by 600 people. I don't know by everybody who plays music practically. Almost. Anyway, even even there's even orchestral versions of this tune. Sammy Davis re- covered it. George Burns covered it. Uh, and I think when they did it, when they did this song, I think they were singing uh, the song pertaining to a guy named uh, Billy Robinson, who was actually a dancer who, uh, you can look him up too. Billy Robinson um, danced with uh, Shirley Temple. You can look at old Shirley Temple movies and you'll see Billy Robinson dance. And he did a dance, uh, he created something called hoofing, I think it was called at the time. Um, and I think that is uh, uh, who uh, George Burns and Sammy uh, Davis uh, uh, referred the song to when they were singing. Uh, the, actually, the song um, was written about a guy uh, in um, who uh, Jerry Jeff ended up in the drunk tank with down in New Orleans. And Jerry Jeff was in the drunk tank because he asked the uh, the right girl out at the wrong place, wrong time. The the bartender boyfriend didn't appreciate it too much. Jerry Jeff ended up in, in jail with this guy who ended up being a, a guy who danced at various, you know, traveling and played, played at uh, minstrel shows. Or what they called them actually was medicine shows during Prohibition. They, they'd tour around in these kind of miniature, kind of flatbed-looking trucks and put on little shows and pass out medicine when it was actually booze, you know, fun at the time that was... Uh, they called them medicine shows, but Jerry Jeff put in minstrel shows 
in the verse. But, but anyway, everybody covers the song practically. A lot of a lot of musicians. I'm, I'm obviously exaggerating, but you know it's been covered. Mr. Bojangles has been covered many, many, many times. And I figure, you know what, Andy Kimball, go ahead and go ahead and uh, and crap. add one more cover Back. interpretation to the tune. Just do it. One take, one and done deal. Probably, you know, I might even do as much as to release this, either as, a, as many, uh, put out an EP with some other cover too. I just released Undercover 3. This didn't make it on that album. I didn't even play it. I didn't even know the tune then. Um, Undercover 3 is a recent release available on, on Spotify and uh, you can buy it on Amazon. And by the way, uh, Amazon has Andy Kimball uh, songs for sale for about a buck. And uh, if you can look me up, A-N-D-Y-K-I-M-B-E-L. And uh, that's what makes things happen for me uh, in terms of my career is people buying my music and buying tickets to my shows and supporting um, my music however they can do so, whether it's downloading and streaming because I get paid when that happens or literally buying my music. Various websites. I even I bet I have a website that you probably didn't even know existed called Fandalism.com. If you go to Fandalism.com forward slash Blues Moves, you'll find a bunch of videos and audio tracks that I've done. I've got 800 and 83,000 visitors on my vandalism website, almost a million people. And uh, I think my, my Spotify goes up and down between, uh, you know, a couple thousand to 19,000. I think it's about, uh, that's followers per month. And that changes every 28 days. I don't know if you, if you knew how Spotify works, but the monthly followers are just that. They're, they're the average followers per month. So once you follow somebody on Spotify, if you if you go back again, you can't follow them again. So so it's not like a YouTube um a, a view, you know, it tallies all the views and keeps the total running. Um, or I think same thing on SoundCloud. But Spotify um, monthly listeners are the average amount over a 28-day time period that, that listen to a particular artist that month. So I've had as low as 36 and as, low, as many as 19,000. I was at, uh, hanging in there around 7,300, 7,400 average uh, per month. Uh, for a while, when the uh, Undercover 3 album came out and the single, which is very cool, you got to check out the single called Killing the Blues. Uh, when they were released about the same time, just uh, about a month ago, uh, my number shot up to, to almost 8,000. It's at 5,900 now, I think. It'll go back up again. I think I've been told there's going to be some cool promotions behind my records and music that should drive it up again. But I like to hang in there right around 10,000 or so. Uh, for under-the-radar indie artist, I'm, I'm happy with that. Um, and uh, and I, what's more important to me is that you're happy with my music and enjoy what I do with my music. So check it out, Andy Kimball at Spotify. Um, and uh, you can, better yet, would be to buy an Andy Kimball song at uh, Amazon for a buck. I really appreciate that. Or you can go to the Andy, I forgot about this, go to the Andy Kimball website, andykimball.com. You'll see a tip jar there. And uh, any amount is really appreciated. And it really does enable me to do what I do, and hopefully with the guitar, making a difference in the lives of others and sharing music and making things happen and create an enjoyable evening of, of really fun, uh, energetic uh, blues and ballads and folk and Celtic, uh, all the things I do with the guitar and uh, make things happen with that beautiful instrument uh, during the course of a show. Um, so andykimble.com, tip jar, um, and whatever, anything would be greatly appreciated. Amanda and, and Cornell both think I should do that more often, you know, kind of tout what I do more, but I, yeah, modest me, you know, anyway. So I did it now. Um, getting back to Mr. Bojangles. <laughs> All right, we'll do it. Getting back to Mr. Bojangles. Here is uh, one take, the first take, one and only take uh, of my interpretation of that great song by Jerry Jeff Walker. Take a listen. Uh, let me know what you think of it, if I should put it on an album or not, um, at andyandamandashow at gmail.com. Here we go. 
heart for you In worn out shoes Silver hair, ragged shirt and baggy pants The old soft shoe He jumped so high He jumped so high And then he lightly Someone asked him, please. 
Bojangles. Mr. Joe, Mr. Bye. You're truly right here, Andy Kimball on Coast to Coast. Andy and Amanda show. Again, Amanda couldn't be with us today. She's under the weather and she sounds like shit when I talk to her on the uh, on the WhatsApp, whatever. And um, hope she feels better. Wishing her all the very best. We have a lot of fun on the show together. For those of you who have not heard Andy, Amanda and Andy, Andy and Amanda show, and we're doing the show together as a couple um, across the ocean. I'm in California. She's in the UK. We've never met. It's It's such a fun time. We've talked about everything from relationships, politics, ethics, spirituality, religion, atheism, Judaism, Christianity, sports, NFL. Um, you know, have, had a lot of great guests on our show. We have a lot of great guests uh, on the schedule and the books who will be joining us in the near future from uh, congressional representatives, senators, athletes, movie directors, and actors. One actor in particular who, who, particularly who just got a great part. I'm not going to mention who that is, so wait till we get closer in. Um, in a movie that's going to start filming in uh, 2023. And anyway, um, it's been so much fun doing the show. And uh, it takes a lot of time, a lot of work to do it, too. i got to tell you, folks, it really does, especially in producing the comical skits that we do with various audio clips of uh, uh, from actors and, uh, uh, and uh, politicians and people in the news that we take little clips here and there and make up our own little skits. That's so much fun and so funny. We have a fun time doing it, but it could take it could take three hours to find the appropriate audio clips to, to, to fit into an idea that we want to create that, that plays for just a few minutes on the show. And it really is something. A lot of people probably don't know what goes into behind the scenes at a, at a radio show, a talk show, not just spinning music, spinning records. Not that, you know, a lot goes on to those shows too and sourcing the right music, the appropriate music. A lot of that's dictated and handed down. I, I don't like that the stations by the powers that be dictating what's going to be popular not by the DJs or sometimes not even by the programming directors but by the corporations that own the stations you've got to play this, this and this okay, we don't have that here on the Andy Demander show, we can play anything we want to so I think we'll play another tune let's do it, alright, we're going to play another song this is uh, our good friend Kevin Michaels um, in a song that's not finished yet actually, this is being this is underway I'm, I have a hand in the production of the song actually um, or kind of, or it's a it's a redo of a tune, or re remixing and kind of building the song up from scratch again. But I want to play you here just on the Andy Demander show. Uh, what we have so far, again, this is by no way complete, but it's getting there. There's, uh, for those of you who are not professional engineers or in the music biz, might not be able to to hear what we do in terms of having to rebuild the song. Well, actually, this is this is on its way to being finished. This isn't a total rebuild. What you're going to hear, it's a song called "For You." Kevin Michaels, good friend of the show. The guy has an impeccable, amazing history. He goes back to the Beatle days and a lot of great relationships with the, with the, with Ringo Starr and a lot of uh, you know performers that come out of uh, the Abbey Road Studios, including him, himself at one time earlier in his career. Um, but Kevin's a great friend of the show, great friend of mine, and it's a pleasure to be overworking him and, and, and producing the show, the song with him. It's called "For You," and. Um, Without further ado, let's take a listen. Kevin Michaels and the song For You here on Coast to Coast, the Andy and Amanda Show, Block Talk Radio. I love you more than I've ever loved before. Oh, we'll ever love again From the beginning And forevermore 
I will love you till the end For you I have waited all my life This chance may never come again For you are the answer to my dreams And I will love you till the end For every kindred eye I have caught within a crowd Your eyes reached out and called my name And if my words could only get to you I know my love can do the same For you I have waited all my life This chance may never come again the answer to my dreams And I will love you till the end This chance may never come again You are the answer to my dreams And I will love you till the end Song's called For You, Kevin Michaels, here on the Indian Manor Show. That version that you heard is not going to be the release version. As a matter of fact, it's being remixed and changed around. It's actually the way you hear what what that song has become since since that version was uh, was played around with. Um, anyway, just a little heads up there and uh, look for look for Kevin Michaels' uh, release of For You with the next probably couple months. That's how long it's taken. It's taken, it's taken many many months. To rework that tune. I mean, you wouldn't believe. But anyway, it's coming along beautifully. It's a great song. A little preview of, preview of it here on the Ending Manual Show. Kevin, uh, his previous song that was released was called Down Home Georgia. It charted number one on, on commercial uh, country radio for three weeks ahead of Tim McGraw, ahead of Blake Shelton, ahead of Brooks and Dunn, Garth Brooks, all those country artists. Kevin Michaels' song, Down Home Georgia. If you hadn't heard it yet, check it out. Look it up. Down Home Georgia, Kevin Michaels. What a phenomenal tune that is. Um, and uh, we played that on the Andy and Mandy show uh, many, many a time. Great tune by our friend Kevin Michaels. And that's almost, God, I guess that's about all the time we have here on this particular episode. Andy Kimball here flying solo. Thanks for hanging out with me on my own. I feel awfully lonely here without my my internet wife and, and co, uh, co-host on the Andy and Amanda show. Amanda, 
you're still seeing Andy here. And if you've listened to this much of the show, thank you. I really appreciate it. Hope you've enjoyed the tunes. Hope you enjoyed my music, Amanda's music, music by Kevin Michaels, music by Jackson Brown. And I think we'll close out with music by Buckwheat Zydeco. We'll see you Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you so much for hanging in here again, folks. Much appreciated. Oh, man.